0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLuz, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself.
1: No, my name is uh, Mike Paworski. I am your co-host from the East Coast. That's the co-host with the most from the coast with the most. Here on The Rundown, we bring you 2A views of conservative news. Craig, gets a it's Monday Gunday. How was your weekend? It was phenomenal. Spent some
0: uh, some time with some brethren out doing some camping, having a good time, uh
1: enjoying uh good food, good spirits, and good fun. I uh, you know so many camping jokes, uh, but uh I I mean if you had fun, I will just leave it at that. So we'll just I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, did you did you get the? Uh, did you get the camping? Uh, I know I sent you a camping, uh, meme over the weekend. Uh, I you know I what? Know how-
0: Where I was at, I did not have much cell service, so I did not. I if I got it, it I didn't
1: see it. All right. So what I'll do is I'll talk about my weekend while you scroll back and find it, and then you could post it. All right. So we can you start tell, everybody's you tell week a off. Go with ahead. A funny tell, laugh. tell us about your no. weekend. <laughs> uh, it was air show weekend, right? So uh, actually get. Uh, with, with the job, get the opportunity to work the air show, and it was cool. It's just uh, the, the one that we do is a, is a big Warbird one. It's a giant museum, and they, they roll out, you know, 35 or 40 of these incredibly old classic jets that look amazing, uh, and propeller aircraft, obviously. And uh, and then they get, you know, the F-18s come flying over for the, doing the demos, the A-10s, the F-22s, uh, helicopter demo, just just really cool day to be out on the air show now. Uh, like, I, like we told you last week, uh, about uh, wednesday of last week florida punched uh, or got punched in the face by summer so it was if you can see the 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 redness here that's that's not makeup folks that's that's the real redness so it was a uh, it was a great time good time and you know listen a lot of a lot of folks politically aligned as well when it comes to the uh, aviation at least the to watch the military aircraft come out so it's always fun to sit and have those conversations and uh and drink a twelve dollar uh, lemonade, you know. So just, you know, kind of fun stuff. so and the uh, weather held out. It was uh, was a little a little overcast from we. I don't know if you guys get this out there. We get the uh, we get the Saharan sand in the air out here right now, Craig. It uh, it blooms, I guess, over uh, uh, Africa and then sits in our our high altitude and makes a haze. So it kind of looks like uh, California all the time. So. Is that the one you're referring to? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> wife's wife stabs husband with a squirrel (laughs) yeah i figure that's what happens when you go camping you know it sounds really good and by the end of it the wife is done with you
0: (laughs) oh okay
1: that was a funny one
0: (laughs) good stuff good stuff well you know me i i like i said before i enjoy camping i i never did honestly it wasn't until i was in my 40s that i actually started enjoying camping so uh whatever i
1: know you don't like it once you hit your 40s you're like yeah, yeah no never camping again well it wasn't that it was the army because listen there's there's camping right but now now my brain can't separate camping from setting up a defensive area you know or you know overlapping fields of fire and routes of entry and and all of that the only way i can go camping craig is laying down on my stomach on my rifle and i can go to sleep yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it.
0: then you go then you go to sleep got it
1: yep that's it that's it yeah all right
0: Well, hey, folks, look, uh, do us a favor. Look, as we get into the show today, why don't you do us a favor? Go ahead, uh, share the program out, however you're watching us, whether you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook or on OpsLens, Spotify, or even if you're just listening to us via podcast, via iHeartRadio or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, however you're listening, uh, please do us a favor. Share us with your friends. Let them know that this is the place to be to talk about 2A news and conservative views. Share on. (laughs) All right, let's get into uh, today's first story. Uh, And this is less about breaking news than this is about what is kind of going on uh, overall in the country. Uh, And that is, you know, ghost guns is becoming a big thing, right? For some reason, everyone, or at least everyone on the left, seems to be talking about, quote-unquote, ghost guns. But the thing that we're finding more and more, Mike, is that they're not just talking about ghost guns, but they're actually just lying about ghost guns. Uh, and there's yes. a piece by our good friend, Mr. Tom Knighton, over at uh, over at Bearing Arms, where he basically goes through and debunks a lot of the stuff that they were saying, a lot of the reports that we're hearing about what is going on with, uh, quote unquote, basically they call them ghost guns. They are basically firearms that are manufactured at home or people who manufacture firearms at home. And, like, for example, one of the, th- the big mistakes they do is they say, well, you know, there were 9,000 people killed with ghost guns, right? 9,000 murders with ghost guns. But yet, there seem to be only 6,000 people total reported to be killed by guns. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe being anti-gun removes you from all responsibility to, oh, I don't know, be good at math.
1: Well, Craig, you have to understand if you, if you want to be good at math, right? You have nine thousand people killed by ghost guns. Right. You have six thousand total murders. So, of those murders, three thousand were killed one and a half times. Ah, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that's why we keep you around because that's right. <laughs> you are very good at at parsing out their logic. There we go. There we go. I mean. Um, yeah, it's, it is kind of ridiculous, right? Uh, they they can't even get their own numbers right. I mean, these this is literally the Homer Simpson sitting there going, 80 percent of the people know seventy percent are facts or lies." You know, it's just I mean, they're just making this up as they sit there with no research and no data to, to support it and back it up. And when it is backed up by data, it's a it's an town data fact or a, you know a Mother Jones data fact that has has no basis in reality whatsoever. Uh, you know, meanwhile we deal with people like. Uh, uh, um, the Gun Rights Policy Conference, Second Amendment Foundation and uh, the Crime Research, Crime Prevention Research Center, which spend the entirety of their existence, uh, you know, approving and disproving the facts that the left puts out there. Uh, it's 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 if you stop to look at, you know, in factually, it factually, it's not even a fight. It's it, it's it's a, it's it's a us slapping a kitten around. It's not even real. Right. So just to be clear in the
0: piece, he points out that, you know, once again, this is a a legislator there in Illinois who's talking about 9000 murders with ghost guns. Right. And then but then they point out that even according to the anti-gunners, there's only been about 7300 people who've actually gun related non-suicide deaths in 2022. And of those, 438 are defensive uses. Right. Which basically, you know. Oh oh, they also include about five hundred and fifty two uh accidental shootings. So when you parse that all out, once again, you're still talk only talking about sixty three hundred murders in total so far in twenty twenty two. And yet and still now, nine thousand yeah. of
1: them have come from ghost guns. Right. And don't forget to take out the uh, the known, you know, uh, criminal versus criminal crimes. Uh and then of course the uh uh you know when you get down to the final number of random victim firearms related crimes, you're looking at closer to you know two thousand twenty five hundred per year. Right. right. But nine thousand of those are from ghost guns. Nine thousand of those were with ghost guns. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, keep um, in mind, I, I'm waiting there's there's I hear Hollywood's making a new TV show on this Craig. It's actually the Ghost Gun Whisperer. Ghost gun so whisperer maybe, there you go. Wait by the way, yeah, keep yeah, in mind, these we'll, are the people who keep facts, telling
0: yeah. us to follow the science. They follow can't the even science. follow the math. And they want us to follow their science. Yeah, I've come to realization. Good, it's not that they want us to follow the science. It's they want us to follow
1: their science. Their exactly, political right. science. Yeah, that's all this political science, science right. science fiction theater. Yeah. Political so science now this next theater.
0: one, this next story. Now, Mike, you and I talked. It was funny because we both had a a gun buyback story. Right. It was the funniest yes. thing because. Mike started telling me about his gun buyback, and I literally just pulled up a story here. So both of us in uh, in the cities in which we reside, uh, they decided to host uh, a gun buyback programs. Uh, and Mike started telling about his. And go ahead and tell him about what you about the, the one that took place there in Orlando.
1: Yeah, and it, it happens all around Central Florida, and it's, a, it's it's one of the bigger radio stations that uh, uh, has this, and they've been doing it for i don't know 10 15 years they, they they do it every year and uh but but now they've become very uh, uh very left-wing aggressive about it okay so like i guess we could say that um and uh, uh it, you know they, they get out there and they spout all the wrong all the wrong stats all the wrong uh uh you know uh citations when it comes to the the value of these gun buybacks now this one isn't technically, I guess it's a gun buyback. Craig, what they do is give away $50 gift cards to a shoe place, so they they call it like "Kicks for Guns," I think is what it's called. Um, the ironic part is it's on the same radio, one of the same radio stations that I'm on here in Central Florida with the Arms Room Radio. So we go, or I went all after them. I was, you know, I don't, I don't care. I, they're 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 uh, they're they're good people. But uneducated, Craig, when it comes to it, because they're all with the, especially with the Buffalo shooting, we have to do something. We have to do something. Well, I'm sorry, in your life, if you have a problem, the first thing you need to do with that problem is identify the problem. Uh, and if you, let's say, Craig, you have a drinking problem and you got DUIs and you've identified the problem as your car, well, you've made the wrong analysis, Okay. Um, and that's, and that's the problem that you and I have with gun buybacks or anything else that's directed at guns is it's not the guns doing any of the violence. It's individuals with the guns. And unless you identify the problem correctly, you'll never solve it. Uh, and that's, that's how I attacked them from that end. You know, that, uh, you, you, you've done this wrong. And by the way, here's the other problem that I pointed out to them, Greg, um, this one here is big on the whole amnesty thing, right? Oh, it's amnesty. Turn the guns in. No, don't worry about it. Everybody gets $50. Everybody gets $50. And they really, really get out there, and they push and encourage the people to bring firearms. Um, and I've looked at these stats over the past seven, eight years in Florida. You know what happens in central Florida the two, three weeks prior to these uh, 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 these gun buybacks? I'm, I'm uh, gonna th- I'm going to guess that guns get stolen out of people's homes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The, the the crime rate, the, the theft rate on guns uh, goes up like tenfold the two, three weeks prior to this. They're creating felons. They're creating victims, uh, and, you know, so we could give a $50 gift card away. They don't care. And, and then you go on and say, we're going to give you amnesty. Yeah, great. Way, way to go, jackwagons. How many of these people ended up getting shot, too, because we just had another one in Orlando shot and killed during a burglary. Were they there to pick up one of your free $50 gift for gun cards, you jackwagons? Well, and, and the, the funny part is when you when you go even
0: beyond that, think about this. if If there is a true amnesty, right? If there's a true amnesty, then what you've done is you've created a scenario where people can take guns that have been used in crimes, and it's a great way to dispose of those guns. Now, or... Maybe what's happening is is that maybe you're not asking any questions at the time, but that doesn't mean they're not running back. They're not running checks on those guns to see if they have been used in any crimes. Which means basically, yeah, they're lying to people. Only one of those can be true, and I'm willing to bet that in some cases one is true, and in some cases another is true. I listen
1: uh, if you if you really believe. This whole amnesty thing. Well, guess what's going to happen? First off, they bring the gun in, they drop it in a bag, right? You notice they don't put their hands all over it, or they don't yeah. do so without gloves on. Uh, so that gun goes in there. They're going to test it. They're going to look for the, you know, the, the firing pattern, the rifling pattern on that. See if it matches any open cases. By the way, the guy across the street with the cameras is getting your, your tag number every time you come in and drop a gun off. May not be taking your picture in the parking lot where you're getting it done, but from across the street, they are. Uh, you know, you're, you're being lied to. Uh, and right. why can you be lied to? Because guess what? In order to solve a crime, law enforcement is allowed to use different techniques. They are allowed to lie, to lie to you. <laughs> they're allowed to lie to you in certain circumstances. All yes. right. Let, let me just speak. Cause we always get off the line on that. They can't say, if you confess, you'll go free. They can't yeah, say yeah, stuff well, like well, that. Exactly. <laughs> but people, that's when they hear "lie," Craig, they, they assume that that's right. what they're lying about. Um, um, so when they lie and say, if you come in, we won't arrest you. Well, that's that's you know, guess what? You're under arrest. That's it's those kind of things. But so but here's um, so here's how bad it is, though, Mike. Even CNN
0: has to admit that the experts say that uh, that they don't reduce crime, right? Even they yes. have to admit that uh yeah, no, it doesn't work. And then here, so this was one where they were handing out gas cards, and when 45 minutes, I love the I love the headline: SAC PD Gun Buyback Program Runs Out of Gas. so in 45 minutes in they ran out of gas cards right but here's what's funny when you go into it so this is a guy when this was it was going there's a group here in sacramento uh called where is it at oh voice of the youth it's a nonprofit providing training mentorship and motivation to sacramento youth and he's like we don't think it's a fix it's it's a fixer for gun violence just buying a gun back right we cert- but it's certainly a piece we can try, right? So in other words, he's saying, yeah, we know this doesn't work, but hey, let's do it anyway. And that's what's so we crazy about it. We gotta do something. What happened to the idea of, I mean, when even the people who are supposed to be advocating for this are like, yeah, it doesn't work, and yet you still yeah. do it. How dumb is
1: that? Well, because we have to do something, Craig, right? And, and we know that 90% of the people out there evidently are... Uh... Uh, are uneducated about this because it's something, right? We said we had to do something, so we did something, but we knew something wasn't the right answer because we defined the problem incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So, well, and then we lie. Say- Don't forget, we're going to lie. Yes. We're going to say there's amnesty yep. and there's not amnesty. And then, and we, I understand, Craig, you understand when we say amnesty that that means when you drop the gun off, if that gun's stolen, you're not going to jail for dropping off that gun. Right. That doesn't mean. Everything that you did with that gun prior, you get amnesty for. Exactly. Okay? It means it means we're not going to arrest you at the same time we hand you a $50 gift card. Right. Well, because that would be bad PR. Exactly right. <laughs> not, yeah. not because we yeah. don't want to, but that would be
0: bad PR. Yeah. We yeah. do we'll it do it later. later.
1: <laughs> we'll do that later. Exactly right.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. So, yeah, gun buyback programs don't work. Liberals or anti-gunners will keep doing them. and uh, And the media will keep covering them as if they worked. And then admit in the reporting that yeah they don't work. Yeah, but hey, maybe no, we'll they, take they, a bazooka off off the <laughs> off the
1: uh, off the streets. I've seen the craziest stuff uh, at, at these gun buybacks. I've seen the uh, the old you said bazooka, then a military AT four launcher. And once they're shot, they're shot, and they put a yellow band around them so you know they're for training and they can never be used again. I've seen guys turn those in. You know, and it has the clearly identifiable government symbols of inactive, inert, cannot be used, and they're still giving fifty dollars away because they don't know what the hell. Oh no, no, you don't. Uh,
0: You don't have to be involved with law enforcement to see it because they report it on the news and they show it to you right there on the news.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we uh. Uh, as an FFL, federal firearms license, we would get uh, uh, firearms that would people would come and trade in, you know, grandpa's old barn find or something like that, and those are really good. For, you know, if you think about it, that's the that's a good gun to give to the police. You don't want it. You don't want anything to do with it, right? Right. So you go turn it in. Well, they they bring, they bring it to, first people would bring it to a gun store to see if they get a couple bucks for it. So we tell them, listen, it's worthless. We know it's old. That it doesn't make it rare, though. I'll give you tell you what. I give you twenty bucks, and we'd stack them in a garbage pail she would have all these old shotguns sticking in a garbage pail. Right. And then we'd wait for one of these gun buybacks to come along and go turn them into the police and get $50 a piece for them. Because guess what? As a federal firearms license dealer, I'm allowed to turn firearms over to law enforcement to be destroyed. Well, now I did. So I just made 50 bucks a piece doing it though.
0: There you go. There you go. You
1: want to have a stupid
0: system? I'll abuse it. All right. Talk about abusing the system. Now, you know, Mike and I have lamented and more than once about between the NFL and the NBA and, and, and other major sports and how, especially during the height of the George Floyd riots, how they were just kicking down cash and just loving all over a group known as Black Lives Matter. Now, Black Lives Matter, not just the, the statement, but Black Lives Matter, the organization and folks, they were kicking them down some serious cash. Well, now it's been revealed that the folks over at BLM, well, they've, uh, they have not been spending that money quite wisely. In fact, they've gone out of their way. They've amassed about $42 million in assets. They've bought uh, luxury homes uh, with that money. They've paid their baby daddy uh, almost a million dollars, as well as their brother uh, almost got a million dollars. Just, you know, kicking down cash, taking care of their own folk. I mean, these folks have demonstrated that uh, they, may be, uh, they may be trained Marxists, uh, but they're pretty adept at navigating naked capitalism uh, and uh, ex- utilizing, uh, what, for lack of a better term, white guilt uh, in order to convince corporations to kick them down a boatload of cash. Well, now all of a sudden there are folks in the media who are raising questions to the NFL and the NBA about this, this crazy spending spree and wondering are you you know cuz are you guys you know do you guys have anything to say about this because ultimately mike here's the thing the people who are paying it are the people who are buying the tickets the people who are buying the NFL packages the people who are spending the money supporting the NFL and the NBA and, and especially the NBA and yet and still they have absolutely nothing to say about how that money is being spent i mean I, I just, I just find it inter- not interesting. I find it egregious that they can't at least say, you know what? Look, we were trying to do a good thing, and uh, yeah, they, they, they lied.
1: Well, once again, Craig. Right? Uh, let's uh, let's make an assumption without doing our own independent research, like you and I tell people constantly. Just because you hear it here doesn't mean it's the truth. You need to go out and do the research. Hey, you and I may have been fed a line, Craig, and our research uh, proved invalid. Uh, you know every we still tell everybody to go out there and do their own research blm showed up it looked like the the savior of african-american causes and it's ended up to be the uh you know uh, the scourge of them now you know now they're you they you could see the how how crooked they were and where the money really went uh you know it's 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 horrible that it had to happen it's horrible that 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 at least 42 million dollars right we're getting well with 90 million total right 42 of it's gone bad so you got almost a 50 50 where 50 was used incorrectly or used illegally and the others just sitting there. So, um, you, you know, it, it, we, we needed someone. Did the, did the nation need someone to talk to? Did the nation need a, a, a I don't add an outlet to, 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 voice African-American problems. Yes, it did. Uh, was, was BLM it? Yeah, well, clearly not. <laughs> clearly well, and not. What was, what was even worse was when you,
0: you literally had people who were saying, look, uh, we recognize the difference between BLM, the statement, BLM, the movement, and BLM, the organization. And yeah. probably easily 75% to 90% of the criticism was of BLM, the organization, the, the group that basically said that, that their goal was to destroy the criminal justice system and let all the prisoners, yeah. let, all, let everybody out of jail. They specifically said their goal is to destroy the nuclear family. Uh, they they made it a point to say that they are trained Marxists. And everything that they promoted via their website was all in line with Marxist theory and ideology. And people were saying, look, there's a problem with this group. And why are you promoting this group? And why are you giving money to this group uh, that is trying yeah. to destroy uh, uh, just the fundamental building blocks of this country? And when you said that, well, if you were white, you were called racist. If you were black, you were called a sellout or You know, you had internalized racism. And and now we know everything that people were saying is true. Not only is it true, but we also know that, yeah, they're not real interested in being Marxist because they really just want to use Marxism to take control, which is basically seize money for their own benefit.
1: Well, it's it's the ignorance of politics, right? It's the... uh, uh, the, the Hillary making the assumption and being correct most of the time that all women are going to vote for her. Right. But she's a woman. I'm going to vote for her uh, of, of, of black Americans, African-Americans voting for Obama because he's black. He's one of us. Have, and, and, and doing no time to analyze the politics of, wait a second, that person disagrees with, I disagree with hundred percent of the time. You you know, it's, it's that, that, that blind faith <laughs> of uh, uh, you know, of believing the lies that the, they're going to be the savior. It, it, the, just yeah. like, BLM said, you know, give give us your money and we'll defund the police, right? Well, and, but you that know? also goes give to us even, the, money even and we'll now we were talking
0: about replacement theory. You know, what's yeah. funny is, is they're finding that in polls in particular of, of those who are coming to the United States, what they're, what they're recognizing now is like Latino voters are actually splitting 50 uh, yes. 50. Many of them, at least around 50% of them supported Donald Trump. And that was numbers that they never thought, Democrats never thought that they would see. But the fact is, is that the values that the values that Democrats tend to support are the very same values that they are running away from. They're, they're trying to get away from those socialist policies in the countries where they came from. Uh, and their attitude is, why would I support that very same thing here? And that's, that's the Democrats don't really, all of the media, yeah, the all of academia, even the Spanish media
1: lying to them about what Democrats actually stand for. The the Democrats don't know the difference between a Mexican and a Cuban of the the heritage or the politics thereof, and they know that the Mexicans are coming across the border, so that's what they're focused on. And the Mexicans come from they come from a very poor country with a corrupt government, and, and but that's about where it is. Um, uh, you know why they don't have communism in uh, in Mexico. Because, uh, because the their corruption wouldn't be a high enough level for them, right? You know, they've got, they've got more corruption now than you could even have in a socialist or communist government. Right. Um, uh, but, but as you go down, you know, the Central America and then welcome yourself into Northern, South America, you get to experience all sorts of socialist and communism. Look at what's going on in Venezuela as well, right? Yep. So the Hispanic world is in our own hemisphere, right? And, and it gets to experience communism every day, Yet the Democrats fail to realize that exactly. And they recognize it when they see it, they, and they're like, yeah, no, yeah. Mm-mm. no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're Spanish. They'll vote for me. Cause I'm going to give them a check if they come here. Exactly. Uh, that might be, that might be good for the people that want to come and get a check, but you know, the rest of them just want a place to raise their family and be prosperous. Okay. You know, well, and, and I think that's the one one of the consistence that
0: uh, with Amer- with people who are attracted to coming to the United States of America is they see it as a land of opportunity, and yeah. people who are looking for opportunity, uh, many of them are looking to and they're they're going to do what they got to do to get here. And you look at what they have to go through to get here. That's because they recognize that there's opportunity here if they're willing to work hard, and uh, and you know that's what's attracting people to the United States. Now the challenge we have is. We're in a situation where we, we are developing and building an economy that cannot, can only support so many non-skilled workers, right? Right. We, you're at a certain point where you got to have a certain skill set in order to be able to be self-sufficient in this economy. Now, the one thing I will say is yeah. Democrats are the ones who seem to be in favor of just, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter if you have any skills or not. We, the government, will take care of you. The problem is, is that the people, once again, we're coming here. Many of them recognize and see that from like what they came from, and they're like, "Yeah, no, because if I'm going to come and work hard, I'm not supporting somebody who's who's got no skills and not interested in working."
1: Well, again, now look throughout much of the country, right? And when Hispanics mm-hmm. come here, like you haven't, I'll say, uh, um, in Florida, all right, um, you know, and this I'm not, I'm trying not try to single out Hispanics by any means, but uh, um, they come here hardworking. Uh, I mean, listen, all of South Florida has incredible. Uh, diversity, uh, you know, down there now, and it's a wonderful place to go uh, and visit in my own state. Um, uh, but they, they come and they work because, you know, what Florida gives them? Eh, just enough to get uh, the taste, right? Um, you go to California, though, and what happens there? Uh, they give you enough money so you don't have to do anything, and you yep. can become a burden to society. And, well, exactly. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. One of the things we learned economically
0: or financially, whatever you want, from COVID, was that if you pay people not to work, they won't work. Right. <laughs> I just, if yeah. I can make as much, if not more money by sitting at home and filling out a government form, uh, I'm not saying that, they, but I, there are people out there who've just decided there are enough people out there who decided, yeah, I'll just do that. It's just, it yeah. just, it, no, I, I you sit at home this, on their government provided policy <laughs> based on what they hope people will do. Conservatives
1: yeah. tend to base policies based on what people actually do. Yeah. But you look at look at the three Hispanic receiving countries along the border uh, or, or excuse me, states along the border, Florida, Texas and California, and look at the difference in what goes on, you know, yep. just as opposed to the, the 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 maintaining the level of poverty. It's amazing because California just maintains it just enough there so that they get that check mm-hmm. in the mail and they can buy those votes. Where in Texas and Florida. Um, hey, listen, there's the land of opportunity. Come get a job. Uh, There's a reason why crime is higher in California,
0: why the high school dropout rate is higher in California, why the, the income disparity is higher in California, why the poverty rate is higher in California. Uh, and it 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 it's not because we've undertaxed the rich. It's not because <laughs> yeah, we're locking criminals up. up. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't understand how inflation and taxation works, Greg. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, we'll go to the Biden school of economic policy.
1: Including... <laughs> <laughs> Put take care okay <laughs>
0: yeah. All
1: right,
0: so this is one from Florida Mike and this was one that I I, I really enjoyed uh, seeing this because you know universities used to be a place where you could actually have discussions and have debates and really it was a place where, People could disagree, and they did so on a higher intellectual level, and you could actually have debates and stuff like that. Well, that's not the case anymore. Now at universities, if you do not toe the liberal left-wing, socialist, Marxist, social justice uh, warrior line, well, then your job is in danger. Your position, wherever you are, is in danger. There was a professor a professor at uh, Central University there in Florida, uh, University of Central Florida, who uh, back during the the George Floyd riots and all of that uh, put out some tweets that were considered to be racially insensitive and uh, needless to say uh, he lost his job. Well now he has actually been reinstated uh, there was an arbitrator they you know a lot of times now employers uh, in part of an employment contract will say hey you know they'll require you to get a to do arbitration instead of, Uh, instead of taking them to court. Well, this particular professor uh, has now been returned to his job because they said he just did, they didn't, they were saying he did, they did not have, once again, just cause in order to let him go uh, back in January of 2021. Now, here are some of the tweets uh, that he had put out there. Let me see. He said, well, here was my favorite one. Black privilege is real. Besides, uh, besides affirm, action, special scholarships and other set asides being shielded from legitimate criticism is a privilege. But as a group, they're missing out on much needed feedback. And you know, I gotta tell you, um, he's he's not wrong. I, I I mean, in this particular case, I happen to agree with him because. You know, it's I and I think one of the first times I noticed this was when was when Barack Obama was president, right? When people, whenever people made legitimate criticisms of his policy, the first response that anyone that Democrats would come back with was, Oh, well, you're just racist. And I'm like, but <laughs> yeah. if they're debating the actual policy, they'd be they'd be saying the same exact thing if Hillary had won and Hillary was pushing that policy, right? We would still be arguing yes. against that policy how does it make you racist because you disagree with someone's policy
1: well it's because it's it's the it's the knee-jerk reaction right it's it's remember everything that happened after uh Donald Trump was president was uh you're wrong and you're a racist you're you're a racist that's that's what it was because anything after a black man was president of this country. Anything that you disagreed with him on, that must make you a racist, because his race is different than yours. Having nothing to do, evidently, with my political opinion compared to his political opinion, but it just had everything to do with uh, the, the color of our skin. So it's 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 ridiculous. It's good to see this guy got his job back. And and Craig, I hope he goes the other way. You know, he, he, I I hope he wears everything short of a Klan uniform walking around campus. I I, I want to see him. I want to see him go. You know, you know when when we see discrimination go the other way, right? When somebody when somebody uh, uh you know actually there is real discrimination against a African American, and then for the rest of their career they wear the dashiki, right? I want to see this guy out there doing everything on the opposite side to piss people off. Well, I I, just,
0: I want him to be able. I want him to publicly. I want to see. I want to see these discussions head, because you know you're right. If, if you can't provide legitimate criticism. I mean, because yeah. I, I will still continue to say that the next movement in civil rights, in particular, uh, in the black community, has got, is going to be a conversation that we have to have amongst ourselves. It's changes that we need to make in and of ourselves and our community. We need to talk about why fatherlessness is so prevalent in our community, right? We yeah. need to talk yeah. about why uh, why there seems to be amongst many in the black community this almost shaming of people who decide that they want to get an education, that they want to be educated, um, or people who want to own businesses. Why, why, why can we not have open political discussions on issues, you know, and, and disagree and not be called sellouts until we can have these discussions, we're not going to be able to, uh, and we're not going to be able to, to, get rid of a lot of the disparities that we see because a lot of the disparities that we see are not because of racism they're because of legitimate things that we have latched onto it seems like as a people and until we address those things then we're not going to be able to correct those disparities
1: no i, I absolutely agree absolutely agree i have just you know Try to lay down a little humor, humor, little humor point, little laughter. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to see this guy go all wacky white on one side, just to watch people go. Oh, I can't believe he said that. You know, I didn't say go anti-black. I said wacky white. Okay, yeah. Let's be clear on that. I, it, once
0: again, it would, but what it would, all it would do, and the problem with that is, is yes, it would be hilarious. But yes. the problem is, we wouldn't have the discussion, and they would just, they would just. Yeah, would but you know what, Craig? Kind of. It kind of reminds me of like with Donald Trump. They're just. You, we wind up arguing over some of the stupid stuff that he says and does so much that yep. we forget that he actually did a lot of really good things policy-wise.
1: Yes, Craig, but remember the amazing healing power of laughter. So, you know. <laughs> I was... So can, I, I broke, I, I, I broke down
0: and I was actually watched uh, Bill Maher's comedy special on Netflix because I, I listened to him on Joe Rogan and he sounded like a reasonable individual and then I went and I, w- I watched... I try well I tried to watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. And I've come to realize that there are a lot of Democrats who they they are not especially comedians. They're not funny. They're just mean. They just hate Republicans. Yes. And yes. their comedy like when it comes to Republicans is not it's not it's not even remotely funny. Right. It's literally just mean. And Bill Maher, as much as as much as I believe that policy-wise he agrees with us a lot more than he'd ever like to admit,
1: right? He right. just
0: has this this nasty just
1: hate of Republicans, and will well, never
0: it, support Republicans.
1: And 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 yeah, and I don't know what it is with Republican and uh, with him because he's always been, like you said, politically active. Um, right. But there's—I mean, how many people do you know? How many people do you know that are conservative their whole life? But but you mentioned name Trump, and and they start to you know. Flicker and they can't deal with it, you know. Right. Uh, we, you and I have known people that have ruined their careers politically because of their their Trump derangement syndrome, you know, because they can't get over it. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I don't know what that is, I, you know, that 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 passion of hatred for a single individual as opposed to the uh, the overall good of uh, of the party.
0: Well, exactly. It's like look, look at the policy. Look at the policy. I will. I can right. admit when Barack Obama did good on policy, and that was a rarity. It was a serious rarity. But I can acknowledge yeah, that policy is done by a Democrat. Here. The problem is, is that there is this. Once again, they have instituted. And there, by the way, we do have people on our side who have visceral hatred towards Democrats, and yeah. uh, and they don't base it on policy. And I'm like this: Look, it, you got to look at what they're doing, folks. Look at what they're doing. Yeah. That's what you need to be basing it on, uh, not based on just once again this personal I just I hate Democrats thing or
1: Republicans, right? I hate Illinois Nazis. There you go. Just Illinois Nazis, though, right? That's a movie quote. Come on, '80s movie trivia quote. You know, <laughs> just, I hate Illinois Nazis. Well, they won All a right. court case, so they. We're they gonna move right, to right along to our parting shot.
0: Uh, you remember, uh, it wasn't too long ago that Elon Musk finally just said, "You know, I've never voted. I've never voted for a Republican." But there's no way that I can support Democrats because they have just, they are, they have just, they used to be the party of kindness, right? And he said, but watch, it's not gonna be long before all of a sudden you're gonna start to see the attacks come out against me. Uh, And then, sure enough, what did we see? Uh, Sure enough, here's the, so here's the tweet, you have the tweet above. He says, in the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly the kindness party. I don't know what Democrat party he was talking about, but I've never known them to be the kindest party.
1: But well, they gave stuff to the poor, remember? They gave things to the poor. Well, they
0: gave other people's stuff to the poor. They didn't give well, their yeah, own money to the poor. But that was nice of them. It was nice of to them. Give you know? other people, <laughs> to give other people's money yeah. to the poor. That's yeah. That ain't nice. That's not kindness. You know, and especially Elon poor should be mad because he was giving his money away to the poor. Anyway. Right. Uh, it says, but they became the party of division and hate, so I no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now watch the dirty tricks campaign against me unfold with a little uh, popcorn emoji. Twenty-four hours later, all of these liberal group, all of these liberal groups are out there putting out stuff. There's now all of a sudden there's a story about him exposing himself to uh, uh, <laughs> to a SpaceX stewardess. Now you know what's what's even funnier about this, Mike, was he actually put out a thing? He's like, "Look, I will bet you." I forget how much money he said. Describe anything, de- anything. You describe it to me. De- put it out there. Let us de-
1: tell me what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, just
0: totally. Well, this called guy's her brilliant.
1: Out. Oh my God! Hold on, wait a second. This guy's brilliant. Think about this, Craig. Right. First off, I'm going to bet this was first class and probably not coach. Um, and he he. <laughs> So he shows it to her. Right. Uh-huh. And now she says he showed it to her uh, and he says, prove it, describe it. And he's going to disprove her by showing it to the rest of us. <laughs> so he's going to have shown it to everyone. <laughs> On this Twitter. Guy's brilliant. No, no, no. <laughs> this no, guy's man. brilliant. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. It'll be called the tweeter he's <laughs> exactly
0: or as my mother used to say if you keep playing with your twitter you'll go blind that's it there you go
1: yep brilliant <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh folks anyway we're having fun today
1: all right mikey how about a quick shout out to our sponsors before we go let's say hello to our good friends at Gorilla machining grid defense the california republican assembly and our newest friends over at uscombatgear.com uh, Yes, folks. Trust me,
0: they have good stuff there. Go the links to their the links to their websites are in the description of this video. Go there, check them out. I promise you will see some stuff that you're going to want, or that you're going to want to be a participat- particip- participant of, or you're going to want to partake. Just do me a favor when you uh, send them some Skrilla, make sure you let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you.
1: We enjoyed having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again on uh, what's tomorrow, the Taco Tuesday. Tomorrow, Taco Tuesday.
0: We'll see you then.